Leanne caught me picking my nose and eating it one time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, oh, we're past the honeymoon phase. Mm. How often are you seeing this? It's pretty often. He goes in phases. <laughs> it comes and goes. Like, he'll get into a phase where he's doing it all the time. And I'll go, fucking Bert, you're going to be in a meeting and not realize you're picking your nose and eating boogers with, like, the head of NBC. You have to stop doing this. 100%. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless. When Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month, when you purchase a three-month plan, more like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office, and we have been saving so much money since switching over, and setting up on Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bears. That's mintmobile.com slash bears. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bears. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three months plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Look, it doesn't matter where they're born. They're just people, okay? Hey guys, <laughs> welcome to another episode, Two Bears, One Cave. I'm really excited to actually get to speak this episode because <laughs> my usual co-host is gone and I have the most lovely replacement, Aww. his beautiful wife, Leanne, the Aww. wife of the party. The wife of the party. Everyone's had, listen, there's a, there's a whole, there's like a better morale here. Um, Without Bert? Yeah, of course. You know, as I've always said, he casts a wide wake. Yep, you're so right. So. You're so right. But we should point out something. The two of us, I would say, the two of us really, on different levels, obviously, love him and understand him to a degree that many people don't. Because I do I, adore yeah. Bert. I love him. Same here. Yeah. And I think sometimes it makes him feel bad because we're, I'm always talking about the negative. Yeah. Because there's so much of it. Yeah. But it doesn't mean there's not almost an equal amount of positive. Almost. Almost. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, he's a great person. He is. He's a sweet guy. Yeah. And like I said, like, there's a certain, you know, with a bunch of people, there's certain people where you go... You know, some like certain people really click with other people, right? And Absolutely, sometimes, yeah. sometimes you meet those people, like a certain person, and you'll be like, "Man, I, I, something just doesn't work for me here." And you realize that somebody else really understands them. You right. know, yes. I feel like we have a similar. I mean, it's obviously, it's your spouse, but it's you know one of my best friends, and mm -hmm. and I feel I, I feel a deep connection with with him. It's and, mutual. Yeah. He loves you two pieces. Yeah, I yeah. mean every piece and part of you and push, but yeah, you know it's. It's different when you have a friend, you know, Bird's friends with a lot of women. Yep. He just, I guess, grew up with two sisters. Sure. He's very chick friendly in yep. that way, even yep. though a lot of his rhetoric doesn't sound like it sure, is. Sure, sure doesn't. It doesn't, but at his core, yes. I mean, you know how many emails I get from Two Bear, One Cave episodes yeah. that it's like, why do you let him talk about banging all these hot chicks possibilities on the road? And I'm like, seriously? First of all, can you imagine trying to stop that? Uh... <laughs> A, that conversation. He's terrified of disease. Yeah, yeah. So all of it is just complete bullshit. Yeah. So I don't care. Yeah. 
uh, he ain't going nowhere. No, no, Could no, you no. imagine what he would do without me? Well, we're going to get into that. <laughs> um, you would, you would, I would say to you, you're welcome because yeah. he'd probably move to your house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What would you do? I mean, what do you think he would do without you? Well, you know, when I had that fall recently, yeah. uh, I had this fall and I ended up in the hospital. So will you tell people what happened though? Yeah, I, um, I got up, I was walking to let the cat out really innocently. I mean, I was fully awake, I, I thought, and got almost to the door and I just thought to myself, wow, my, my head is moving faster than my feet. And then I hit the floor, like I hit the floor with my face. And so, and I'm so dumb because I hit the floor. I didn't want to wake my kids up. Bert was obviously out of town and, uh, I cleaned myself up. I knew my my chin needed stitches because it I couldn't get it really to stop bleeding. It was kind of open. Yeah. So I just like banded it back together. I was like, 9 a.m. meeting with the contractor. Got to go. Put my mask on. Did my meeting with the contractor. 10 a.m. I got I got to work out with my trainer. Worked out at 10 a.m. And uh, my friend Sandy, who works out with me, was like, what's going on? Something's wrong. And I was like, yeah, I fell. Busted my mouth open. Uh, I kind of passed out while I was walking, and she was like, hold on, you need to go to the hospital. I was like, no, no, no. Wait, I didn't realize you did all this before you went to the hospital. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I fell at six, and I left for the hospital at one because I was like, I had to take the dog to the vet. I put my chin back together. It's going to be okay. I just got to get from A to B. And I had been on this kind of, I got to get from A to B train Mm -hmm. for many, many months. So I think what really happened is, you know, when you go 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 and then you go on vacation and you get really sick because yeah. you finally slowed down you finally slowed down yeah i think that's what happened sure. is that we had been go go going for so long so much stuff going on yes and you know i have a whole big platter of stuff that bert doesn't even know exists and then i deal with the platter of bert so i have it's lots. a big platter it's lots of platters it's yeah. a lot of juggling so i think once bert went back on the road kids went back to school what kind of relief do you feel when he goes on the road you know what stresses me out the most about Bert when he's home what? is that he is really messy. And so I spend my day kicking size 13 shoes to the side just to walk through my house all day long. And the dishes never stop. And especially in, in COVID, he was like no cleaning person. As, as much as I didn't enjoy my cleaning person in the first place, I haven't had one since March. Uh-huh. So, cause he doesn't want anyone in the house. Right. So it just made it just that stresses me out yeah. just the extreme it was so bad that my cleaning lady would show up and go Bert's not home this week she could just tell it's compl- from the front door like you can open the front door and go okay he's out of town wow <laughs> is that different that's the one thing that really when he leaves I'll spend like half a day getting my shit in order and then I'm like oh. and then you have that peace or that cleanliness yes. for the time that he's gone yes yeah Except for COVID. Now, you just had a birthday? I did. Yeah. Um, Bert uh, made mention of it, clip number one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you can see what this looks like here. <laughs> Is he calling me an old hag? Get like an old bitch. Like, I got... Stupid guy. no divorce. She'll, she knows her place. She's yeah. 50. She does what she needs to do. He's Turned so full of shit. August. I just told her. I said, you know what? You just ride along. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm in the hospital, uh-huh. right? Getting myself checked out. Yeah. He's calling my friend Sandy and he's going, 
What am I going to do without her? What am I going to do without her? I mean, what if she dies, Sandy? What if she has a brain tumor, Sandy? That's it. Me and my kids are moving into your house. You have two bedrooms extra. I'm moving into your house. You got me. I'm yours. I mean, like, and Sandy was like, first of all, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Second of all, she's going to be fine. This is yeah. fine. He wasn't doing that with me. He was staying very calm with, with me. With you. But, but with Sandy, he was coming, like, crying. Really? He was coming totally undone. Wow. And Sandy was like, just so you know, <laughs> nothing can ever happen to you because he's not living with me. Well, <laughs> I do think he would fall apart completely without you. Oh, I do you. too. Yeah, yeah, I do too. You you really hold it together for him. I, I, I agree with you. Yeah. Um, oh, God. What now? The old bitch holds it all together. The old bitch holds <laughs> it together. Wondering if you ever really keep track. Because when he's on the road, we discussed this on the phone recently about how it can really fall off the rails on the road for him. Yeah. Like, what do you, like, here's a, I think this recaps a daily intake of him, for him, of food. Oh, Lord. I think so. So I made the yeah. burritos, and then went back in bed and went on my phone and scrolled. Leanne came home and was like, what are you having for lunch? And I was like, I haven't eaten yet. <laughs> so we had Chinese food for lunch. So I had a, I had um, mushu pork burrito. And then, and then I think I didn't eat again until dinner. What was dinner? Pizza, a homemade pizza. And what kind of pizza is that? Uh, one was with onions and mushrooms. One was with pepperoni. One was with bacon, and one was with cheese. What do you mean? How many pizzas? Did you have? <laughs> I had four pizzas, and I ate one of everything. And French fries. And French fries. And beers. <laughs> and beers. And beers. Probably well, three you said, beers for yeah. Sam Adams. Beers. A glass of. <laughs> but he didn't eat anything trace, in between. A right. A bottle of wine and another glass of buffalo trace so four three beers two buffalo traces and a bottle of wine two buffalo traces and a bottle of wine and then what about kool-aid yesterday you didn't eat kool-aid oh okay <laughs> did you have? probably two of these uh -huh. a gallon of kool-aid yeah uh -huh. in the in the sauna <laughs> is it bad that i know exactly the day he's talking about no i know exactly i knew the you day. would <laughs> i know exactly the day he's talking about that's so much it's every day, dude. Every fucking day. Actually, he, you know, hearing the the intake actually makes me go, well, he's really actually holding it together much better. Than yeah. I, like, I realize if he lived like a semi-health conscious from an intake standpoint, he would look amazing. He'd he would, be 200 pounds. Yeah. He would. I know. He, he always, this is his cycle. I'm going to do it right today. I'm eating lean protein and vegetables all day. That's what I'm doing. Skips breakfast. By lunch, he's ridiculously hungry. He'll, he'll scramble like five eggs and eat five eggs and like spinach. Four o'clock, wheels come off. That's pizza, what, yeah. pizza, 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 yeah. and then at the end of the night he'll go. I just don't understand why I can't lose weight, and I'll go pizza, 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 pizza. Yeah, it's not rocket science. Right. Why don't you start your day with you did drop squat. breakfast? I do drop squat, baby. Yeah, I know, I know. He told me about it. I love it. Drop squat, you lost weight, right? How much weight did you lose? 22 pounds. 22 pounds. Shut up. And that's, you're working out and obviously you're eating healthy, right? But really the eating healthy, this is what my trainer said. And I think it's proof in me that it worked. He said my, I had dieted so improperly that my metabolism had just about pretty much gave up. Right. So he was like, what you have to do is eat very strictly for a, a period of time and work out like I'm telling you to, and it will recalibrate your metabolism. Mm -hmm. 
and I think it worked because I did what he said and all he had me eat was lean protein and green vegetables. They didn't have to be leafy, just dark green vegetables and apples and strawberries and almonds. How could he do this? How could he do? Oh, well, he could. You think he could? Would is the problem. Would he do this? Would he do it? No. Just because it's, it's, isn't it like the impulse thing with him? He's like, fuck yes. it, fuck it, fuck it. Like just... Let's just do it. That applies to everything, to alcohol, to food, to sex, to being on the road and not being able to get off the road. Mm -hmm. It's all about impulse control and self-regulation problems. All mm -hmm. of it. But is it a uh, being present thing, you know? What do you mean? Well, like, okay, in clip number five here, <laughs> um, he talks about being, you know, I'll, I'll show you what I mean. Like maybe there's some tie into what we're talking about. Okay. Do you ever have sex and like read their rhythms and then go like, oh, okay, all right, like let's go at this pace. This is what yeah. I'm hearing you. I'm listening to you. Sure. Like, oh, you're, yeah, you're that being, was a heavy breath. You're being present. <clears throat> yeah. Being present. I was never present. I was never present. Yeah. Ever, ever. I was just like, sex is sex. I'll, I'll do my part. You do your part and then I'll see if it, it hits. Yeah. yeah. And when we, when we were younger, it hit a lot at the same time. But then there was this period after she had kids where, it just was like, get get it over. You do you, and then let's get it over with and go to Target, you know? Yeah. And I think that's where it was. And the other day, I was like, oh, I just started reading your body. And I was, I said this to her yesterday, actually, Tom. Yesterday, I said, you know, it's so funny. I'm just starting to read your body really good. And she's turning 50. So, like, part of me is like, I don't have the time to put in with another woman. <laughs> Feels good, right? That was my 50th birthday present. Yeah, Thank was you, it? Bert. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. not leaving. Oh, he's not going anywhere. No. I'm not concerned with that at all. But he might, he considered leaving if he were to get um, hair transplants, he said. <laughs> he did. He, sw he swore. He said that uh, it might change his whole game. Really? Yeah. <laughs> he's so, he's so stupid. I'm so that his, guy is really... His hair looks fucking awesome. <laughs> Are you going to go do it? I was thinking. Dude, you should do it. I was thinking about that and getting an, another wife. I was like, I could really... He does talk about that a lot, doesn't he? Quite a bit. Yeah, that's why people email me and are like, why do you put up with that shit? Well, some because like, he talked about it so much that now sometimes I'll lead with it, you know? Like, what, 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 How about that new wife? Yeah, yeah. He'll be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. How long has he been doing... Because I swear... I, okay, when we used to... I used to do gigs with... Bert, we would drive well everywhere, but especially out in the Brea area, you yeah. know. And he used to, uh, we would drive, and he'd go, <clears throat> "I'm like, you all right?" And he was like, "What?" I go, "You can keep clearing your throat like every fucking thirty seconds." He's like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> and then he said he went to a doctor and told him, and they're like, "Yeah, you have like acid reflux or some shit. I don't know what it was." Uh -huh. And he goes, "Yeah, it was because you pointed out that I was doing this noise." Now he has new noises that have started. I mean, he didn't make this noise ten years ago, especially like this horse calling noise what? That he, do, he does it all the time the oh yeah yeah, yeah i'm like yeah. Yeah. what's with the horse noise where'd he get that from it's called lazy it, he's not using his he's not words. using his words he's lazy yeah. yeah same thing he does on stage when he starts cursing too much and then he asked me to go to a show and i go you're being fucking lazy use your words and what does he say to that? I hate it when you say that. Yeah. Because you're always right. Yeah. Okay, fine. And then you'll have to put words where he says fuck. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, see, it's much better. 
Wow. So you give him like that type of note. Yeah. And he listens. Yeah, he does listen. Yeah. He does listen to me quite a bit, as much as he gives people the impression that he doesn't. Yeah, I, I believe that. He does. He values your opinion a lot. He does. And I value his. He's really smart guy. That's the other thing I wanted to talk about today. Yeah. He's not as stupid as a lot of people no. think he is. No. <laughs> you know, in high school, in high school, he was a CD student, uh-huh. but he tested in the top 20th percent nationally. Really? Nationally. That's pretty big. Yeah. He's a real smart guy and not just like that kind of smart. He's, he's really smart about his business. Mm-hmm. He's actually a really smart parent. His execution on parenting could use a little work. Wait, tell but, us about this. You know, he's very agenda-driven parent. And he's, he's one of those that talks to our kids like this. Mm. I need to have a conversation with you. And I'll look at him and go, the patriarchy is talking. Everybody no. listen up. And he gets so mad. Stop calling me the patriarchy. I'm not the patriarchy, but I do make all the money. So here's what I'm going to say. And I'm like, that's the patriarchy. (laughs) Guess who made all the money about 15 years ago? Wasn't you? It was me. But we weren't living in a matriarchy. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. His parenting is very, I am Lord, you will listen. And how do they respond to that? Uh, They completely ignore it. Yeah. And that makes him really angry. It does. Uh, yes. Because yeah. then he's, you know, he's the king who's trying to get the subjects to comply. And mm-hmm. the subjects are going, not if you treat me like that. And then he goes, but then I, I, but I'm talking. Right. And you it, have like smart, opinionated yeah. girls yeah. who probably push back on a lot of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. They do. Especially Georgia. Oh, I, I so want this to be a reality show. You know, I came up with this great show idea for Georgia, and she won't do it. It's called Nothing's Burning, uh-huh. where she cooks things and doesn't burn anything and does it perfectly. <laughs> she won't do it. Why not? I don't know. I was like, you could cook, like, you could get, like, microwavable mac and cheese and, like, jazz it up. Do they butt know? heads a lot, he and uh, her? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. About everything? No, not about everything. But she just won't let him be the patriarchy with her. She won't let him. She'll yeah. be like, you're talking to me in a way that I'm not going to respond. And he's like, what? Who talks to their father that way? And she's like, well, if you talk to me in a way that I can respond, then okay. Oh, my God. And- I'm so <laughs> not looking forward to this shit. Because, like, we have such, we're in such different places with children. Yes. I was watching some of your, I think it was your podcast. or Yeah, where you had both girls on. Uh-huh. And there was this clip where, um, you know, just listening to them talk about when people know mm-hmm. who their father is and, and how it affects, I was like, God damn it. This is like heavy stuff. I mean, I, but know. it's different for you because your kids will, you will have always been famous. Mm, My them. kids were not, uh, Bert was, had no notoriety until they were quite old. Right. So we went from this place where, you know, George's dad is a comedian, a comedian, you know, people in the neighborhood right. are like, unless you're, Chris Rock, they don't know who you are. Right. So he really was just the dad that does some you, artsy yeah, thing. Yeah, does an artsy thing, right. And then he became someone that was recognizable. So they had this kind transition. of transition. Yeah, that's really interesting. So, But your kids won't have that. So mm. they've always been in that kind of... Maybe it'll be a different transition. Maybe. <laughs> no. Maybe it'll be like, hey, wasn't your dad like a comedian or something? And be like, yeah, no, it, was it won't be that. No, that's not true. <laughs> it was before we all had to wear masks everywhere. Right, so, yeah. right. Before uh, touring stopped entirely. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, but yeah. that's still like a very... Like, you know, I mean, I watch that and you, I mean, you connect, I think with their emotion on that when she's like, you know, I just don't want like 
once they're hanging out, like she's hanging out with people, and once somebody goes like, "Oh, that's uh, you're the, you're Bert's kid, right?" Yeah. You're the, and then she's like, "Oh, fuck." Yeah. Like it changes the whole dynamic of the hangout with somebody. It does, and I think for Isla, it automatically makes her go. Um, you only know me as who my dad says I am. Right. You already think you know who I am. So it doesn't give her the opportunity for someone to really just learn who she is. I think, actually, Isla's such a deep kid that I think that is how she interprets it. Mm. I think it makes Georgia uncomfortable in a different way where she goes to like, oh, you're just being shallow. But it affects Isla in a much deeper way. Yeah. It's really interesting. Oh, it affects Isla in a deeper way. It does. It affects her in a deeper way. It shuts her down. Whereas for Georgia, it doesn't shut her down. And is there any way, it's just, can the only thing change from that, just your your perspective on it? Or like, because they can't really, you can't really avoid it, it sounds like, right? Can't really avoid it. I keep, I guess a perspective is the only thing that can change. I keep trying to parent it and talk to her about it and say, you know, even if your dad's not famous, most people only end up having two or three really good friends. Yeah. And those friends will be your friends no matter who your parents are. That's very true. So if you remove that one thing, you're just like everybody else. You're just making one or two really good friends. Which is actually the best way. 100%. Yeah. I mean, I look back on life and it's like I had one or like two people in pretty much every city that I lived in. And even now when I look back on college, I'm still friends, like good friends with like two, three people. Exactly. High school, like two people. Yeah. That's it. Is your beer fridge feeling a little empty? DoorDash is your door to beer without the run. Whatever drink you're in the mood for, they've got you. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code BEARS24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. I mean, there's like sometimes you just don't want to leave. That's me. Once we're at a spot and we're hanging out, I just don't want to leave. And now you don't have to. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25%, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code BEARS24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply, must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Call from mom, answer it. Call silence. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You know something Bert and I talk about a lot? You and I are very similar mm-hmm. in, in a lot of ways. And he and Push are very similar in a, in a yeah. lot of ways. Yeah. And sometimes I'll do something and he'll go, God, Tom just did the same thing. I just don't know why you guys think like that. And I'm like, because we're practical, pragmatic thinkers, yeah. dude. And loose Cannon McGee over here yeah. needs a practical, pragmatic exactly. thinker in his life. We're or the, he would be off in the stratosphere. Of course, we're the reasonable ones in our yeah. homes. Yeah, yeah. Big team. So, yeah. <laughs> now, what is the grossest thing that you, because there's a lot, 
of gross shit. Some of which I learned even as much, like as recently as like a month ago. Like there's some. What did you learn a month ago? Well, there's a few things. Okay. Um, that he they wipes his ass and smells it. Well, we already I, went over that. We went, went over that. We yeah. went over that, and yeah. I got to tell you that on the phone, and I yeah, believe yeah. that was when you learned about yeah, it. Yeah, it was when I learned about it. Yeah. Did you actually? So I want to know what else you learned that I don't know about. Oh, that's coming up. Okay. Because um, <laughs> I'd learned stuff like when when people don't know you guys were like I, when I first started working clubs like when i met bert bert was a legit feature act for people that are fans of comedy you know it's kind of an industry term for the middle act because typically we would work clubs right. in a three-man show format mc like the host of the show features the middle and the headliner right bert was a legit middle act and i was a legit mc like we were both at that place in our career so mm -hmm. we got to i got to see the transition happen meaning also that we were like making no fucking money no money. no money and uh, I would, we would go over to your guys' house a lot and mm -hmm. eat. I mean, I remember Isla being, I remember, I remember being a newborn, but I remember going yeah. to your house and her being like two yeah. and shitting on the roof. And naked. Yeah, yeah. Just always naked. And, and mm -hmm. we would do dinner. Mm -hmm. And Bert would always cook dinner. Yeah, he's an amazing Elaborate cook. cook. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you just, he's chopping and dicing things up and like just, I mean, really doing elaborate meals yeah he's an excellent cook he's a great cook yeah. and um and spending that time there and then like you know getting to know him right because mm -hmm. like i'm i'm getting to know him getting to know your family at the same time and then i don't know just one time like you know i'm we're dudes so there's like dude shit right burping and farting <laughs> and then when i hear this thing about like clipping nails oh yeah right and oh, i'm like yeah. and then you're like he's like uh Ugh. clips his nails and he tapes them under the uh -huh. coffee table and i was like wait what uh -huh. and then i asked him i was like do you really do that he's like yeah i'm like wait wait, wait, wait what do you mean yeah like like this even remotely normal like yeah. no i've never even heard of something like that like why would you do that he's like i don't know like we're mostly gonna put them i'm like what do you mean we're in the garbage them? yeah what what fascinates me about his brain is it takes i don't know why his brain thinks you know walking to the desk getting a piece of scotch tape Picking up the nails and taping it under is more time efficient than just putting them in the fucking garbage. But it has to be there, right? He can't not do that? No, he d he's gotten better. Now the patriarchy demands that someone cut his nails for him. What? So, but no one will. Oh. And so he just lays in the recliner and complains. So I don't know if some of his road guys cut his toenails, but none of the women in his house do. And he literally asks you guys, come on. A hundred percent. You cut the girl's toenails, why don't you cut mine? She's four. Because she can't cut her own, but you can. But he doesn't want to bend over, and it's so uncomfortable. And it's so I have this one nail. I need some help, and I'm like, I'm not doing it, dude. Wow. Go get a pedicure. Wow, this is and, amazing. But that's not gross. But that's, that's not gross. It's just the patriarchy. That's true. Do you want to hear about? Do you want to hear <laughs> about the first time he did the self wiping the barehanded technique? Sure. Okay, let's pull up the. I'm afraid. The sure. first, <laughs> the first wipe, the hand wipe. I think it's yeah. Here we go. Out of nowhere, you dropped that you've been wiping your ass barehanded with your finger. Yeah. How I mean, did that start? Well, it started with the fact that I've been washing my hands a lot lately. You have been. Yeah. And so, like, because of on that tour, I wash my hands nonstop, sanitized nonstop. I'm okay, like, my I'm, hands have never been so clean. I'm with you there. Normally, I'm not a hand washer at all. Like, I've never really been a hand washer at all. Yeah. Ever since coronavirus, I'm washing my hands a lot. Okay. So I'm a little more cool doing dirty shit with my hands. <laughs> so I just turn on the sink and I grab the thing and I go down and it's not that dirty. And I just give a little 
scrub like i'm like like i'm like i'm trying to get into a girl's asshole yeah. do you remember that move where you're yeah. like i'm just playing yeah i'm just yeah, playing yeah, yeah. you're just toying playing. with the outside a little yeah. bit yeah i'm just i'm just surveying the property right and then and then i i kind of wipe and i look at my finger and there's nothing right nothing there's nothing so then guess what i did next i hope you watched that hand no not immediately what'd you do Smith, sniff it. You smelled it. I smelled it. I smelled it. How did it smell? It smelled like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, turn this thing on and then realize I have to wash my hand by itself. Yeah. So I go, all Is right. Is there well, soap or just there's water? There's soap. There's soap. Okay. So I'm, I'm, but it's, I'm, by the way, now I'm hurting my back reaching for the soap. Okay. So I, 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 don't even, I don't even really soap up. I just go back in, scrub again, then grab water, splash water scrub. It's almost like a help of a bidet. Like if a bidet had a finger, okay. a fin if a bidet had like a finger attachment, it would really fucking help out. So I clean. I then drip dry, sit there for a second. I wrap up, go in, wash both hands aggressively. Mm -hmm. And then I just kind of sit there with it, like walk around. And I'm like, I feel good. So then I, I shit again. So I go, and the <laughs> second I go down, I feel what could only be called oh, God. the top of a frappuccino, like oh. the, ooh, the whipping of a frappuccino <laughs> down there. And I'm like, Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> this is, this that's is more so than I gross. planned on. Yeah. Ugh. That's so gross. That's so gross, right? Yeah. Like, I'm pretty gross. I think I'm actually pretty gross. But he so trumps me that I feel like a, like a fucking nun when I'm talking to him sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'll be like, oh, I'm not even in this category. Okay, so in order for me to be able to live with him yeah. going forward, yeah. here's what I think happens in his brain. Yeah. I think he is curious, like the age of your children curious. Right, yeah. About childlike. Life. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he has this childlike curiosity everywhere. Mm -hmm. uh, on my wedding day, one of my closest friends who had never met him before came up to me and said, he's awesome. He's really amazing. But can I give you one piece of advice? I said, yes. She's, he said... He will always be a child. So if you can just know that he's always going to be a child, you'll be fine. You'll be really happily married. Yeah, right. Because you could easily be, because that's why it's all about perspective, right? Yeah. You could easily be the person who's like, hey, dude, you got to knock all this shit off. Yeah, right? yeah. And then what would happen was that you would be frustrated and probably angry all the yeah. time. And then he would feel like somebody's attacking him and go into his shell and feel horrible like yeah. it just wouldn't, so it's got to be the perspective yeah it's the perspective so when i see that how did the, your friend know this just right away put it together he was the he's a healer and a reiki master okay so he had a lot of that intuition yeah he really is one of those people that just looks at you and, and just like i walked it. in the room with him the first time i ever saw him yeah. he goes "Ooh, you have some issues with your mom really? and i went who are you yeah. and where do i sign up yeah. <laughs> yes he's one of those yeah. people so yeah, some people don't, they don't realize, too, like there's a childlike thing. Bert is also, like, as a comedian, I've, you know, I've spent a lot of time with a lot of comedians. He's kind of like the most desirable type of comedian to be around, which is a comedian that really does live to have fun mm -hmm. and make you laugh and make moments funny. So it's yes. like, whether you're just going to lunch, mm -hmm. like, and you sit down, he'll be like, hey, should I, you know, he'll just immediately mm -hmm. think of something to do mm -hmm. that's funny in the moment, even yeah. if it's just for you guys. In, it is just for you guys, you yeah. know, it's just, it's just like, it's a funny, but it's kind of childlike in a way, right? Yeah. It's like, you know, it's a lot play. of us, it's play. Yeah. A lot it's of people play. are more serious, you mm -hmm. know, um, even comedians, you can hang out with comedians that you'll never know they're comedian, you yeah, know, yeah. but like with Bert, you'll know. 
Yeah. You won't be like, oh, really? You're yeah. a comedian? Yeah. Like, it's obvious, you know? Yeah. So part of that piece that I choose to resonate with, but not the part where I go, that's the most disgusting, oh, my God, bro, whatever. I don't relate. I don't. That's not what it. I mean, it does that for me a little bit. But really, my takeaway is, oh, he's this is the curiosity I see every day. He is really curious about really odd stuff. Even his asshole. Even his asshole. Yep. And uh, even what happens if I tape my toenails and put it under here? What's that mean? What happens now? Or clip number 10. And, uh, Maybe uh, clip number 10 is I think oh, you'd Jesus. be curious about. <laughs> oh, I got to start watching your show. Leanne caught me picking my nose and eating it one time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, oh, we're past the honeymoon phase. Oh yeah. yeah! It was like it, was, it wasn't like disgusting. It was. Do you just do like, that regularly? It is have, disgusting, actually. You eat your books? Not all the time, but I, I do a lot more than I think you'd be comfortable with in yeah. bed next to me. Yeah. I really almost threw up there. Yeah, I really, it's pretty bad. For it's some reason, you know, there's bad. certain certain triggers mm -hmm. for like nausea or whatever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've like I've seen someone like I mean I've seen a lot of gross things, but I've seen someone eat their booger and I've just been like, like uh, I almost throw up. Yeah, I almost mm -hmm. throw up at it. Mm. How often are you seeing this? It's pretty often. He goes in phases. <laughs> it comes and goes. Like he'll get into a phase where he's doing it all the time. And I'll go fucking Bert. You're going to be in a meeting and not realize you're picking your nose and eating boogers with like the head of NBC. You have to stop doing this. And then he'll stop for a while. And I think he goes out on the road. All, it's just the eating it part. It's the disgusting. Yeah, I mean, picking, everyone picks. Everybody, pick, everybody that's picks. That's natural. But, but he thinks, well, what are you going to do with it? You fucking flick it Rub or something, it on man. This right here, I don't know. And he's like, that's gross. I just take care of it. And then <laughs> I, I might get sick. I might get sick. <laughs> It's, you know, sometimes I scratch my own head at, at what I accept from this guy. But yeah. there's clearly a lot of positive because I'm a pretty great girl, you know. Yeah. I, I got my shit together for sure. the most part. But, yeah, I don't enjoy that part of his personality. But, again, I chalk it up to that childlike human being. Children pick their nose and eat their boogers. And I feel like the only way to, like, when he goes, like, well, where am I supposed to do it? You literally got to get, like, Kleenex. Put it on the nightstand next to him. It wouldn't Maybe matter. Maybe a trash can. Be like, just put it right there. It wouldn't matter. Why would it not work there? Because he just... I don't want to go there. I don't want to grab that tissue. He's a really complicated guy. He has two sides to him. He's an extreme rule follower in that he never drinks and drives. Ever. Yeah, that's true. He never does that. He never breaks a law. He is always on time for any kind of job. Yep. If, if, if there's some problem, he lets people know with, I'm going to be on time. And then the other side of him is he never returns an email. Right. He, he, he is non-compliant. So he's That's like so super compliant and completely non-compliant. I'll spend like three days in a row spending whatever, four hours a day with him. Yeah. The fourth day, you know, you're just like meeting, like you're hanging out intensely. Yeah. The fourth day I'll uh, be like, Hey, so when do you want to do that thing? Crickets. And then I'll be like, all right, you know, whatever. Next day. Hey, man, so are we doing it Friday? Nothing. Yeah. And then like the third day, I'm like, hey, and then I'll call him. It'll go to voicemail, mm -hmm. which is full. Mm -hmm. and, and he's out of the country. Yeah. And, out of the country, <laughs> and so then I finally, uh, uh, I'll finally just text you. Yeah. I'm like, are you with Bert? And you're like, yeah. Welcome. Like, Can you tell him to fucking answer me? Yeah, welcome to my world. So that is your world, I guess. Oh, yeah. That's manager terrible. texts me, uh, business manager, agent, both 
four agents um, will be like, hey, I'm trying to get this answer from Bert. I'm on every single business text and email. Let's get let's let's call him right now for that reason. And I have to tell you something. It is part of the reason that I've collapsed and busted my face because I'm running our whole household. Yes, and then I much. have to go, hey, dude, have you read that email about that thing that's kind of important? Do you think he'll answer right now when I call him? I don't know. He, he has a really busy day today. Okay. Well, let's so just see. He may be in meetings. How about if he, if he answers, you talk. Okay. You talk. But what do you want me to say? Just be like, no, we'll go, we'll go somewhere. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll see if he answers. I'm too honest. He may be in a meeting. He has a really, really? busy day okay. today. Yeah. So if he doesn't answer, I'm not surprised. He always answers my call. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, out of, I'm out of the country. I'm out of the country. He hasn't been out of the country in years. I remember whatever. when that uh, voicemail was put on. So Travel Channel. It was yeah, 100 yeah. years ago. Yeah. yeah, and I remember him coming back from a trip and being like, hey, why don't you change that now? No, I've, no like, I've asked him to change it. His yeah. kids have asked him. It's not happening. He's like, no, I like it. No, I'm the only person he responds to. His parents text me, his sisters. Everybody. Everybody, because he does that to everybody. So, and what is that? You think it's just like not wanting to deal with stuff? I think, um, yeah, I think he has a really low threshold for um, almost everything. My mom has this thing where, like, if you're hanging out, and this is, by the way, it's not her being older. This is when I was a kid. Like, if you go, you know, I think we used to have house phones, obviously, right? So, mm -hmm. phone would ring at home, like, hello? Oh, what's that for my mom? And she would go, <laughs> I'm not she didn't here. even know who it is. Yeah, she'd be like, <laughs> and if you were like, yeah, one second, she would be, she'd be so upset. <laughs> and if you go, you know, uh, it's Leanne's birthday, she'll be like, okay, you know, I'll be like, why don't you like, it's, you guys are friends. Yeah. She'll be like, I don't know what to say. So yeah. no, like, so what happens is you have to contact her. Uh huh. Yeah. You have to show her that you're interested. You have to to reach out to her. You have to text. You have to. Right. You go to you pick up her phone, and it'll be like. 58,000 emails. Yeah, he's the like, same. Yeah. And they're unread. Yeah, he's uh, the same. The mailbox. Exactly. 200 voicemails unplayed. Yeah, same. Text messages. 600. Yeah. I'm like, Mom, what's going on? I she can't, like, I couldn't live like, like that. And she's like, I just, you know, like basically it's an avoidance thing. It's anxiety producing for some reason. There you go. That's what it is. It, it produces is. anxiety. It does. It does for, I mean, Bert has anxiety disorders all yeah. over him. So for whatever reason, he has to be. He has to look at that stuff in a safe place, right? And I don't know why it's unsafe sometimes, but it is. I don't know. I don't know. He gets, he has, I think he has a little bit of social anxiety mm -hmm. as much as that seems unrealistic because he, he like lays his whole life out in front of the world. Yeah. But that's very different than having an intimate uh, relationship with someone. Definitely. That's yeah. two totally different things. It can be overwhelming to field calls and all yeah. that stuff. You know, I mean, everyone's felt like there's a lot to do. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I feel like for people that have anxiety, it probably really ramps it up. It shuts him down, really. To have to do all those yes. things. Yes, he'll yeah. shut him down like to the point where he'll have to go take a nap. And I'm like, dude, it's four phone call. I mean, it, yeah. 15 minutes and you'd Christina be out of it. does this thing where like she has a, like a cutoff. Like, so in other words, I might go home today and then, you know, more emails, more calls, this idea, this thing. And then it's like a call comes in. Hey, can you look over this document and uh, get back to us? Well, if it's 630, I'll be like, hey, we should look. She'll be like, 
look, it's evening now. Can we do this in the morning? Right. And I'll be like, well, I just want to do it now because it came in and I can do it now. Right. She's like, I don't, she doesn't work at, like that. Right. She's right. like, it's too late. Yeah. He's like that too. It's like, we, we got to do it tomorrow. I'm like, why are we doing it tomorrow? Like it's, it's here yeah. now. He's very much like that too. We were doing it when he was doing his last special for whatever reason, edits would come in late at night and they need a really quick turnaround mm-hmm. and he'd go, I just can't do it. I can't do it. I so, got to do it later. So I'd end up watching the edit and saying, uh, here's the problems I think you're going to have with it and take a look at these minutes, you know, markers. And he would look at them when he was ready. Uh, but I was like, they need to know someone's looked at it. I mean, they're yeah. asking for this shit. You yeah, can't yeah. just be like, oh, I gotta, whatever, yeah. whatever, whatever. Yeah. That's too anxiety producing for me. Like yeah. talk about the, the two different personalities. That's so true. If someone sends me an email, can you take a look at this at 630? I'm like, fuck yeah, let's yeah. get it off my uh, plate. Uh, exactly. I'm the same way. Off my plate. Now the much flip better. of this is that Christina loves <laughs> to do shit in like as soon as she wakes up. Yeah. So like in the morning, she's like all system, like likes to work like right after waking up. Right. And I'm like a slow riser. Oh, interesting. So then she'll be like, can we do this now? I'm like, can I sit up? <laughs> like, I, like, I'm like still asleep. That's funny. So I like to get like, you know, moving a little bit before I tackle something in the morning. Right. 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 But no, she's. She's on it. On it. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah got something else to show you you do i'm so surprised um did we play number four we did okay hold on i got some stuff for you here um oh yeah i heard you do one of his tells first of all do you know that he mispronounces all these words oh like nightmare yeah uh-huh why does he do that uh because he's weird okay i have no idea you know how many times I've said is is spelled M A R E Mare. And he's like it's Mir. It's Mir. It's nightmare. Uh, he's been doing this Benefleck. Oh, like, Benefleck forever. Yeah, and I'm like it's Affleck. He's like, no, you're thinking of the insurance company. No, I'm like no, I'm not. I don't understand why he does that. Okay, it's a quirk. Um, but he really leaned into a hundred percent. What? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. A hundred. Yeah, that like, happens a lot. A lot. It's a hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, it became like hyperbole, hyperbole. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. A hundred. Everything is a hundred. Everything. A hundred percent. 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 Hold on, hear me out. A hundred percent. Hundred percent. It's like every show, like ten times. Yeah. Like, oh. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he does speak in hyperbole. A hundred percent. He sleeps 100%. in hyperbole. He's a hundred percent hyperbole. You should parent with that. Yeah. It's not super fun. No. No. Um. Oh wait. Oh yeah, we did it. Okay. So, another disgusting thing. Oh God. This one's quick. Okay. But it's clip three, mm-hmm. and it kind of shows you like, you know, just something maybe you've missed before. That's gross. You know what I mean? I'll see if I've missed it or if I just choose to ignore it. I just realized this is a catch rag I have in my pocket. A catch rag? Yeah. What's a catch rag? Oh, here, feel these little hard spots all over it. Oh, uh, it's an old <laughs> hanky. <laughs> yeah. Pretty gross. Yeah. That's pretty gross. But I did not know he's he... jizzed in. Oh. Yeah. That, that, no, the, that was the no, hard spots. I did not know. I thought it was boogers. No, it was jizz. Fancy. That's disgusting. But That's I guess some... if he's using it on himself, who cares? Yeah, it's weird to bring it, bring it out. I think. Well, here, yeah, and the, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Good now, point. Uh, <laughs> Good point. Excellent point. So, okay. 
All right, we're going to end on that thing. Um, <laughs> so we were, we were talking about parenting before. Yeah. So tell me, tell the audience, tell all of us, what what type of dad is he? Beside from the patriarchy, like he is a sweet guy. Yes, he's very sweet. He, um, you know, he, because we, he and I are very different people mm -hmm. from very different backgrounds. Yes, he, he and I is another thing we connect on, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, similar. A, a yeah. similar upbringing. Yes. We have like uh, older, old school white guy dads with like good jobs. Yep. Um, we both have two sisters. Yep. Uh, we both have Catholic upbringings. Both from Florida. Both from, yeah, both from Florida. Mm -hmm. um, but like the... It's a thing where like when you're from a certain type of family, mm -hmm. you definitely identify with somebody like Completely, that. Completely, yeah. yeah. And Push and I are similar. Yeah. Very similar backgrounds That's also. true. Of uh, brokenness and yep. bullshit. So um, what was the question again? I forgot. Uh, I was like, we were talking about what kind of parent, like the type okay, of Okay, so he is, he sees things in the kids I don't see. So that's great to have in a partner. Oh, because, yeah. you know, you only have your own perspective and sure. your own point of view so especially lately now that we have teenagers i find that he's bringing things to my attention that i'm completely missing really and perhaps it's because he was home so much mm -hmm. in covid and before it was like me or nothing yeah. pretty much um but i've really appreciated him as a parent that's again one side of the coin the other side of the coin is i don't know how much he cares that's not true his first agenda, I feel sometimes, is that um, he is heard and understood and complied with. Mm -hmm. Instead of, hey, this kid is, is actually a kid and learning something. So, for instance, last night we found out that another family group's, uh, another family of ours' son had done something really crazy, which I can't talk about, but sure. does it really crazy, and that Georgia knew about it, that he confided in her about it. And Bert was on the phone with me. He was like, I'm going to call her, and I'm going to tell her. The next time something like this happens, she needs to say this, and she needs to say this, and she needs to say this. I said, why don't you call her? That sounds so, like... Uh, like punitive without yeah. even finding out maybe she already said all those things right so why don't you call her and go hey I, I heard you knew about this well what did you do and he told you yeah and he was like oh, that's bullshit I'm the parent I'm the one that calls and says how this needs to go down and I went I think for a 16 year old that's not really going to be received very well yeah so he luckily wasn't home because when he's home he'll just march in there and Rah, 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 rah. And then Georgia will go, uh, I don't know what the fuck he just said because it was not okay. <laughs> so this time, <laughs> this is what she does. Really? She'll come out to me and go, what's up with him? And I'll have to decipher. After he like rants and raves? Yeah. And then I'll decipher what just happened and she'll go, oh, no problem. But I'm not going to do it when he presents it like that. So, and you know, some of it is just like a child who he doesn't think about how his presentation is received. He just needs the presentation to happen how he needs it to happen mm -hmm. so that he feels validated somehow. So, I mean, this happens in our relationship too, where I have to listen to him have this hullabaloo. And at the end of it, I'll go, let me see if I understand what you're saying. Is it blah, blah, blah? And I'll go, yeah. And I'll go, got it. So I'm just going to ignore all this all hullabaloo other, yeah, yeah. because it's just you so that's your skill needing set. to be upset. You can see through all the noise to get totally. right to the, yeah. Yeah. So this is what you're trying to tell me. Got it. Yeah. And I don't take any of the other stuff personally 
because it's but not about me. But see, that is, that's probably what a lot of people would struggle with, right? Yeah, I'm absolutely it. with him. Yeah. Because everything is personal to him. Yeah. And I take almost nothing personally because I just go, well, if I made a mistake, then I'll just apologize. He and you know? Nav, they had like worked out their, they had like a, a almost like a therapy session. They on this did? Show. Yeah. It's pretty Wait, what great. was wrong? So what happened was, I mean, and this is funny, like we we're doing the, the show and I think I was like, I got to take a shit. So I got up and I walked out, which I did. I, I left. I'll be back in a few minutes. So yeah. they're on the show. And, um, and at, at this particular time, in this moment, Nadav goes out. Uh, like, well, put your headphones on so you can hear this thing. Bert puts them on. He goes, don't, you know, why would you talk to me like that? And he's like, what? And he goes, you said, put your fucking headphones on. And like, you know, uh, I'm not going to respond well. He goes, I didn't say that. He goes, see, that's something I need to work on. Um, so, <laughs> it is. so what happened was though, they ended up talking. It was actually, I, cause I, I didn't even, you I wasn't even present here. for yeah. it. I walked back in and then I watched it later, but he was like, you know, they talked it out and, and basically Nadav was like, I feel like, you know, when we're button heads on a lot of these things, it's like you think something's being said. That's right. And Bert was like, yeah, it's true. I do. Yeah, he does. And he goes, I think that you're talking to me a certain way. And I don't realize till later that I'm just like putting that in my own head. That's right. And they, they like worked it out. That's then. good. That's good that you worked it out. But he, yeah. that is a big problem for him when he gets triggered or he feels like, something's emotional for him he hears it the way he hears it not the way it was said he will put words like there was one time early in our marriage where I was like I'm really upset with you about this and then he talked to you about it and he goes he said something back and he goes so so but you said that you wanted a divorce and I went I never said that have never will never say that what I said was I'm really upset with you and need to talk to you about it verbatim that's what i said and, he's heard. and he heard she's leaving right she's leaving and i'm like i that wasn't in my stratosphere but i've got to be able to say hey dude you upset you. me yeah, and yeah. i need to talk to you about it so i just grew a really thick skin and went well then he's just making things up yeah so i just need to find what's really going on because the making things up it's like a child where he's tantruming through his feelings yeah instead of just going hey what are my feelings so with Georgia, he parents with that situation where the friend called Georgia and confided in her and he was going, I'm going to call her and tell her Yeah. because he wasn't here. He took a minute and then I was just in the house cleaning the house or something. And I heard he and Georgia having the best conversation ever because he it. took my advice. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, what happened? How'd that go down? Yeah. And I was like, see what happens when you just freaking don't be the patriarchy. Yeah. Come in and go. I need to have a talk. He literally yeah. does this Puts body hands. stance. <laughs> so, and he'll look up in a fight. Like I'm supposed to look up at, it's the yeah. most bizarre behavior where I go, this is literally what a four-year-old does on a playground. Did the, uh, did the boy, did he like assault an unconscious girl or something? No. Okay. It's nothing like that. Nothing that crafty. Okay. It was pretty crafty. It was crafty? For our. Will you tell me off mic later? I'll tell you off mic, yeah. Okay. Nice. It was pretty impressive. I was super impressed. Wow. But um, Sounds like a crime. <laughs> I was super impressed because I was thinking about what I was doing at that age. And yeah. I was like, fucking right on, dude. Yeah, yeah. You're just being a regular teenager. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, we're in a pretty bubbled neighborhood where people are like, oh, my God. I'm yeah. like, he's was kind of what happens at that age. So. Well, there's a parenting clip we have here oh, oh um, talking about, I believe, one, I think one of the girls. Here it is. Look, by the way, 
This is like <laughs> uh, early on on our show. Yeah. He looks so much better now. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he does look, yeah. He looks bloated right there. Yeah. We went to the monkey forest. I told Isla the monkeys are going to want to fuck her because she's on her period. <laughs> Isla goes in, she's on her period, and I go... I go, Isla, be careful, man. They can sniff that out. She's like, what? And I go, yeah, the monkeys can smell the your vajay, and they're going to want to fuck you, so be careful. And if a monkey starts fucking her, I said, I'm going to videotape the whole thing, yeah. and you, someone else needs to get help. So. <laughs> he doesn't use the word fuck. No, not like that. For, for, he doesn't yeah. use the word fuck at all, like, like with her. And for that. the he'll act of say, sex. Yeah. But he'll say that. Yeah, he said yeah. that. So he said, cra he does say crazy shit. Yes, he does. And most of the time, the girls don't believe him, yeah. right? But every once in a while, <laughs> Isla's super gullible. Yeah. So, so she will believe a lot more. Georgia doesn't believe anything, he says, just about. And, but Isla. That's so yeah, funny. Yeah, I remember that moment. Yeah, that's funny. You're talking about like the, the making stuff up and everything, because mm -hmm. like, it, it also applies to comedy, you know, because we'll be like, we've hung out. And this is like 10 years ago. We're in the car driving. I tell him something. He starts laughing. And then he's telling it back to me with added things. And I'm yeah. like, no, no, I didn't say that. He goes, I know, but that's how I hear it. And yes. I was like what? And he goes. I mean, that's how I hear it in my head, and I think it makes the story and it's better. Made better. And I'm it's like, way yeah, better. but that's yes. not what I'm saying. It's inaccurate. And he goes, that's how you should say it. And I go, what yes. are you talking about? That happens to me all the time. He won't let me tell any stories, ever, because <laughs> he'll go, she's gonna fuck this one up. Let me tell it, and I'll go. If you want to know the real story, yeah, I'll tell you when he's done. Yeah. So you can hear all the added jazz. Yeah. And then if you want to know what actually happened, I'll Hit tell you what up. actually yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a bad storyteller, but yeah. I am not a fantastical exactly. storyteller. He, he makes everything is a, fantastical or catastrophic. It's like a supernatural event when yes. he tells a story. Yes. It's either fantastical or catastrophic. That's that's true. And yeah. his day-to-day -day life like, is that. There's like 5,000 people there, and this guy came up to me, and he yeah. was like, I'll beat you over the head with this. And he's like, wait, someone said that to you? Well, no, yeah. but the no, guy was, yeah. looked at me weird. I'm like, oh, okay. Somebody, <laughs> somebody looked at you weird? <laughs> Two cars over. Yeah, but yeah, was, I mean, yeah. whatever. <laughs> he's like, he threatened me, and I'm like, oh, okay. I almost died. And you're like, really? Yeah. No, every story, you're right. Super, yeah. super like, what is it? Fantastical, Fantastical or catastrophic. Or catastrophic. Yeah. He's no middle. They're only, yeah. I wonder where there's got to be an origin of why it's that. I th you know what I mean? Like, there has to be. That's a really good question. The yeah. catastrophe piece, I think, is tied into his anxiety. Mm -hmm. But I don't know what the fantastical piece is. If he doesn't think, feel enough. I think it's, yeah, I think it's like the rush. Like, because there's all, everybody kind of experiences the idea of like, um, being the first to share news mm -hmm. right, and seeing people captivating people's mm -hmm. attention. Yeah. And like, I think there's a way where like in his style of, of telling a story where he must've exaggerated early on telling mm -hmm. story pieces to people and seeing their reactions. Mm -hmm. And then it like lit something up in him. Probably. Right? That was like, yeah, probably you got to dress. You got to like put some sweetener on top of that to make it even more fantastical. Well, you know, now that you say that, I think, it probably is twofold. One is probably something about self-esteem, not feeling enough just uh -huh. as a normal person, regular, yeah. pr regular person. But his mother, you know, has eight brothers. His mother has eight brothers? His mother has eight brothers. Fuck. She's the second oldest. So he had all these uncles that were younger, and they are um, really entertaining people, mm. like musical um out there they nobody's like a joke teller but they're definitely storytellers one-uppers yeah 
really entertaining family. And yeah. Gigi, his mother is, I mean, she was like studied musical theater. She's a really musical, very out there mm -hmm. performance type person. Yeah. So I'd imagine to grow up in that family culture and to see all these uncles, and you always look up to your uncles. Yeah. Being this like, oh, Uncle Jimmy plays the banjo and watch this, you know, and it's all this kind of, maybe mm -hmm. some of it came from that. Maybe it came from that. Yeah. I mean. Maybe. And I know they did that in the fraternity. They were always one up in each other. Can you imagine what he stories. was like in the fraternity? No. Seen the photos and everything. Pass. You wouldn't have dated Would that guy. With the Eddie Vedder haircut? Yeah. No. Would you have dated that? No. 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 Not even kind of. He's told the story of like so. He wouldn't have dated me either, by the way. No. No. What were you like back then? I was not hot enough for him. Oh. All his girlfriends were like the hot babes. Oh like really? The hot babes. And I just wasn't a hot babe. I was pretty and mm. whatever. I wasn't ugly, but I wasn't that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. I wasn't the like in the string bikini. That's hot what he babe. was dating. Yeah, they were hot babes. Hot They're babes. beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Hot babes. So no, he wouldn't have given me the I just babe. I just wonder what the relationship was like. You know what I mean? Like with him and the hot babes like back then. Well, I think that he cast a wide wake. And if yeah. you want to go to every party that's, that's your boyfriend yeah yeah that's and true. uh you know he's an eat sleep drink fuck dude that's what he does <laughs> <laughs> that's his modus operandi eat sleep drink fuck so if she could handle any of those she's probably just fine probably i don't think fine. he was looking for deep conversations at 27 you know 24 i like how you threw in 27 well that's when he graduated college <laughs> Most people are like, 27? No, we're talking about college. Like, yeah. oh, that was college. Uh-huh, last year? Yeah. 27. Takes what it takes. <laughs> What's, what year did he, like, how old was he when he went to college? I don't fucking know. Well, you know, he's got a November birthday, and his mom held him held a him year. Back. Okay. So he was old when he graduated. So he probably graduated high school at 19 or something, Well, right? he was almost 19. Okay. Right? He was 18 when he graduated high school, and early in his freshman year of college turned, turned 19. Turned 19, right, right. right. Whereas okay. I started college at 17. Yeah. And but he should have been out by 23, 24. At least. Yeah. Yeah. Should've. Let the good times roll. <laughs> and yeah. knowing like, I know a little bit about uh, Big Al. Yeah. He must have been beside himself. Yeah. Uh, being like, you're doing another fucking semester at that school? Jesus. Yeah, I heard it was, uh, you know, there was a lot, I think, of, um, uh, there was a lot going on there uh, during that time. Uh -huh. I mean, you know, Bert got like three college scholarships for baseball and passed on all of them. And his dad was a, like an Olympic alternate for the track team. Like, what? Yeah. His dad went to college on a track scholarship and was an Olympic alternate. I mean, like super athlete. So he raised this boy who was Brett Radke's catcher all growing up. Mm -hmm. Brett Radke went pro. Yeah. And of course he had these three big college scholarships and he was like, yeah, I don't want to play ball every day. I just want to party. And so I think from right there, Al Kreischer was like, what the fuck? You know, who is Where did he child? have offers to play baseball? Citadel, Duke, and FSU. Wait, he turned down the scholarship offer yeah, he to did. FSU mm -hmm. to play baseball? Yeah. And did. Duke. And Duke, yeah. And Citadel. <laughs> he would not have lasted seven years at Duke. It was a good thing it was first. Oh, no, he wouldn't have. No, 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 no. He just went there, and I think he actually went to a couple practices, maybe. Really? And went, I think. I mean, I was, I didn't know. You know, FSU has a really good baseball program. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm from Georgia. Yeah. So, yeah. But 
Yeah, he was like, yeah, I don't want to do this every day. And his dad was, I think, I think therein started not a great path for him and his dad in college. I think yeah. his dad was very frustrated. And he's, his dad at one point was like, you have to get a job. So he started working and he got fired and then he started working again. And he got fired again. He just kept getting fired. Well, yeah, he had, I mean, the, one, my, one of my favorite stories of his is about getting fired from like the Barnes and Noble because mm -hmm. they have the security camera. Mm -hmm. He's doing what, push-ups or something? In the, naked. Naked In the basement. In the basement. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he wouldn't get his clothes sweaty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, what are you doing down there? He's like, oh, just stacking books. Yeah. <laughs> just taking care of business. Like, you know, we have a camera down Whatever. there. Whatever. like, oh. <laughs> Oops. Oopsie daisy. Yeah. yeah. We're going to play tennis soon. Uh, you are? Yeah. That's good. He's a really good tennis player. He's sad. Yeah. No, I think he actually is. Yeah. That's what's. That's one of the things that's amazing to me uh -huh. is he is a phenomenal athlete. Yeah, yeah. He's as much as he talks about the Mickey Mantle gene shit. Yeah. No, no, no. There's actually, I have never, ever witnessed him not be able to do something well. Yeah. Athletically. Athletically. Nothing. I mean, like wakeboarding for the first time, boom, up. And you're yeah. like, he just has that, he just has that genetic makeup. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's been playing tennis since he was like seven. Yeah, or something. We've yeah. been talking about it. You play tennis I your play whole life too. I mean, I stopped for a long time. I played as a kid, yeah. like a lot. Played in tournaments, and and then I stopped. And then we played like randomly over the years. My cousin Christine and I a few times. But then recently, I started taking lessons. Oh. Uh, again. Mm -hmm. So when I told him that, it completely set him off. He's like, "I'm gonna go take a lesson tomorrow." Uh, we're he did. Play. Yeah, I know. I know. He he was really fired up about it. Yeah, I could I could tell. He loved playing tennis. Tennis is great. Yeah. Yeah, I've been I've been I uh, went yesterday. Uh, and you guys will have a blast. I think so. You'll have a blast. We're gonna. I think we're gonna shoot it. You should, because yeah. it's gonna be funny. It'll be funny. It'll and be we'll fun. have mics. So we'll be able to talk shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two bears, one net. Yep. <laughs> we'll have a small wager going. Don't worry. Nothing. <laughs> nothing significant. Um, well, we finally get to the most fun part. Oh, God. Um, it's the batch at number six, we like to call it. And that is diving deep into your sex life. Oh, with, in mine with him? Yes. Okay. Because he talks about it all the time. He talks about it, and he also talks about trading up. So which do you believe? Uh, <laughs> he's not trading anything. I know he's not. But she said, you know, just so you know, what you do that pleases your girlfriend doesn't please me. I heard that. And I had never been more solid in not leaving my relationship in that moment. I was like, I will never leave. Le like Leanne, because I can make Leanne come, but I, yeah, that's all I can do. <laughs> Le I think last night we had sex last night, and I said to Leanne, I nice said, job. I said, thank you, I banged it out. You did. Oh, oh. you really. Got but he thinks that every time. Yeah. She can get it, and she got it. <laughs> There was a whole interview on uh, a whole segment on female orgasms, mm -hmm. and it was talking about just about how like it was just a fucking thirty minutes on orgasms, and then Leanne just hit the TV. We were done watching. She goes, "So what do you want to do?" I was like, "I don't know. What do you want to do?" And she goes, "I say we go into the bedroom," and I was like, "Done, son," and I brought the fucking. <laughs> did you really? I sincerely. Fantastical. Did. Yeah. Catastrophic. Uh, I kissed her first. That's which, nice. I, which I normally don't do. I just <laughs> usually put in work. <laughs> <laughs> so one day I'm watching Cat House, that, <laughs> that show in Vegas. Yeah. This girl, one of the girls is teaching a guy how to eat pussy. And then I thought, this is silly. I'm going to try this tonight and just hear Leanne go, what the fuck are you doing? And that night, it was actually during the day. It was during the day, the next day. 
I go down on the end and and she just goes, "What what are you doing?" And I was like, "Huh?" And now I'm like going like trying to remember through all the shit she said, gentle chaos, uh, fucking like a hurricane, but not too hard at the front. And then build to the and I start doing the things that she had said in the thing. And Leanne, I remember she had an orgasm and she went, "Oh fuck!" And I went, "What?" Like I'd never heard Leanne curse even. I'm like. What the? And she goes, what the fuck was that? And I was like, I don't know. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, first of all. Great lover. <laughs> he's pretty good. Yeah. Um, first of all, you know, a, a lot of people, I'm, my family in Georgia watch this show. Oh, good. So thanks for that. But no, I. Hi, guys. I. I my grandmother saw this show. She did. She did. She saw that show. No, I don't know one of them. She's and, gonna watch this one. And I'll tell you this. <laughs> I believe that having a good, strong sex life yeah. when you're married is super important. I believe you're so, correct. Uh, in putting this part of my life open to the world. Yeah. I'm actually okay with. Oh, good. Because I want to say that because people are like, oh my God, how do you let him talk to you about you like that? But don't you have sex with your spouse? Yes. I mean, yeah, you don't, you're not in my bedroom. You don't know exactly what's going on. We're just, he's just saying we have really good sex. Right. So what's wrong with that? Nothing. We do. We Nothing. have really good sex. It's just a, in, endlessly amusing to hear him talk about a lot of topics and especially his sex. heroic antics. Yeah, of course. He believes like, him to be I a hero. Put it in there. <laughs> she got it. <laughs> Which really, he's like, "Hey, babe, do you want to maybe?" <laughs> that's what really. That's, your, that's how Bert really is. Um, is are you feeling it? What do you think? <laughs> you know, he's very not this patriarch yeah, guy. Yeah. He's not that at Hands all. Hands on the hips. Yeah, no. Do you feel like getting it? I mean, from time to time, he'll say something where I go, for real? You just said that to me? The answer is absolutely no. Yeah. You know, like, he'll just go, hey, how about a blowjob? <laughs> like he's saying, like, hey, how about a Diet Coke? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no. Yeah. I mean, the answer is no. Right. How about a blowjob? How about a blowjob? Yeah. Yeah. Is this her talk? Is this him talking to her? Uh, yeah. yeah. I love you, too. All right, bye. That, that woman can suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> but I've talked about that openly, too. I talked about it with Push, where I, I read a book about it. About fellatio? Yeah. Oh. It was written by a gay man mm -hmm. about how to give good blowjobs. Because yeah. men know how to do it to men because men know what they like. Could you give her a copy? Like, uh, when, when, I told her about it. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Can you write it down? <laughs> title? It's on my website if anybody wants it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I have oh, a link wow. to it because I think... When did you read it? I read it when he and I were first dating. Really? Yeah. I did because I was like, what's your goal in sex, right? Mm -hmm. My goal is to feel good, but to also make sure he feels good. Right. And it's not fair if I always get my rocks off and he is like, well, it was great. I mean, it was okay. Yeah. And I mean... I don't enjoy giving a blowjob, but it is something he enjoys. Right. So I'd like to do it well so he, A, gets over fast, mm -hmm. and B, <laughs> is something that he's he enjoys, right? Yeah. yeah, of course. So if you suck at it, it's 45 minutes long. You yeah, know, if you yeah. do it fast, and it's pretty fast. Yeah. If you do a good job, so. Well, good for you. I mean, and I think that's actually that's a very. My, uh, perspective. I think that's a very healthy perspective that shouldn't be like, it should be more widely 
you know, talked about and, totally. and expressed and accepted. Because that, it's part of human nature. Yeah. This is, if you're, if you're married, especially, you are supposed to be having sex to have a healthy relationship. Yeah, yeah, of course. So what... It's, all, it's like money. No yeah. one ever talks about money. And you go, well, no wonder half the people don't know what to do with money. Very good point. Because they don't talk about it. Very good it's point. It's like so taboo. And it's the same with sex, right? Yes. How are you supposed to know if your sex life is good if you don't talk to your partner about it? I'm so happy that my wife just is likes having sex and wants to have sex. Mm-hmm. I feel like, because I, we, we, I mean, like, we have friends. I have a friend mm-hmm. who is in this marriage where like we've talked and he's like, yeah, we haven't had sex in like months. Really? Yes. And I'm like, you know, I'm not an expert, but I'm sitting there doing like, I'm like, are you expressing that? And he's like, yep. And it just gets shut down. That's so sad. Of course it is. That's my point is like, it's, um, that's, that's sad. So then I'm, then he's like, how about you? I'm like, no, we had sex a few times this week. And he's like, oh my God. Yeah. He's like, he's like, that's a distant memory for him. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. Well, you know, have an indicator something's wrong i think of course something's of course. wrong but i mean it's more to your point of like you know doing it talking about it i mean i'll you know obviously we make a lot of jokes but i mean i think it's yeah it's a it's a much healthier perspective totally. and i felt that way also about money too about how you know especially like when you're when you don't have money mm-hmm. and you meet people with money i was always curious Me i would always too, yeah. i would always ask a lot of questions Me you know too. and sometimes it would get pointed out They're like why are you asking all these questions like because i'm like, curious yeah because i want to know totally yeah. curiosity is 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 the root of change yeah if you can be curious about something you can make a change if you're not curious about it nothing's gonna happen so i mean when people hear all these outrageous clips that he all these claims he makes i feel like it normalizes other people's shit. Yeah. You know, where you go, uh, my husband does that too, and it embarrasses right. me, and I get, maybe this is more normal than I think. You have a little hint of Bert in your life. Yes. You know, and then you go, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, what's a hint the next is one? all you need. That's all you need. You don't need to go full Bert. <laughs> like, if you and, if, like, she died, you got hit by a bus or something. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> nope, nope. Don't need to explain more. Right, I heard you. Okay, I heard you so she's time. just gone. She's so, gone. Uh, bus accident. Motorcycle hits her. Right. Motorcycle hits her, and I get to reconstruct her body. Different story. Bus hits her. She's dead. <laughs> she's dead. Pull the plug. She's dead. And the bus. Your wife's been hit by a. Come on, motorcycle. Come on, motorcycle. <laughs> Shit. Her body flies off a cliff. It's run over by a couple trucks. All right, she's totally dead. An elephant steps on her chest. Yes, totally <laughs> yeah. You're out there again. Do you think you're making chicks come left and right? Like initially, I was. Initially, I was like, I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> Like, yeah. like, wait do you see what Captain Tingles brings your way. Yes. And now I know that's not the fact. No. He, he is so... He has this <laughs> persona yeah, yeah. that he believes, but he doesn't really believe it. Yeah. He presents it, right? He's terrified of women. Like, when we first started dating, he was fucking terrified of women. Really? A hundred percent. Thank you. A hundred percent. hundred percent. He's terrified of them. I believe that. Terrified. I believe that. Because he, well, I've been around him, and he actually, I think, reverts into, like, a sweet kid uh-huh. around women. He does. With me, when we first, he was terrified of me, yeah. also. And he was also very uncomfortable with how much he liked me from day one he didn't know what to do with it Mm -hmm. and it was just oozing out of his body and i kept going 
I get it. I got you. This is okay. Actually, I'm I'm good with this. You're you're good, but yeah. it's not normal. It's not like a normal guy thing. Yeah. So I think he feels uncomfortable with that sometimes too. So he talks all this trash, and it's just trash. Uh-huh. It's not true. You know to ignore it though. Uh, completely. But see, like that's the thing is because I feel like most most women w- that I I mean I just think you know I think a lot would would not be able to ignore the noise. Probably, yeah. but uh, yeah, I ignore a lot of his noise yeah. because a lot of his noise like this kind of talking uh-huh. makes him feel so good about himself uh-huh. and okay, you know, if I eat an ice cream, it makes me feel good about myself. Yeah. Is he going to be like all over me about it? Right. Probably not. Right. So whatever, it's not hurting anybody. Just it saying, doesn't hurt me. That's if it important. hurt me, that's important. it would be different. So th- that's important, I think probably to an audience because there's a lot of people who listen or watch the show and be like, you know, with both of us, they'll be like, you know, that's some crazy shit you said about whoever, yeah. your spouse. Yeah. But it's not hurting you. You know, it doesn't hurt it me is. because it's not true. Yeah. The thing about when he first started telling jokes about me on stage, this is what I said. If it's well written, you can do it. And I don't care what anybody thinks because you and I know what's the truth. Right. So no matter what is said on stage, it's set on stage for entertainment. Yeah. This is entertainment. It is. This is entertainment and and i mean it in the most um flattering way this is wonderful entertainment to listen to the podcast and hear you two bullshit about all the things you bullshit about because guess what two guys do when they get together they fucking bullshit and tell tall tales about the sex they had last night with their wife yeah 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 so it's that's what this is yeah so if anybody can't figure that out yeah then you know that's my perspective i stuffed it in christina's mouth the other day you did yeah so hard did she bite <laughs> she no she gagged <laughs> <laughs> i mean really far then i mean it was really far she was like oh, oh, oh wow couldn't talk. yeah she couldn't breathe it was great um <laughs> what's this one i fucked leanne <laughs> so good last night please so, tell me did we start Yep. Are you guys ready? Yeah, we're ready now. <laughs> Does he ever come in and go, I had the lamest sex ever? No. No, yeah. No, that see? doesn't exist. Fantastical yeah. or catastrophic. That doesn't exist yeah, yeah. for him. See? Yeah. <laughs> What'd you do? It was awesome. It yeah. was awesome. <laughs> we did this thing where um, it's like, imagine if you're both sitting in a chair, okay? So imagine you're both sitting in a chair. So these are your legs, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> then you do this or like this. This. That's how you <laughs> had sex. He doesn't like even and remember. Was, and you could, it was he can't awesome. even accurately describe it. No. <laughs> so you mean it wasn't like this? I don't know what he's talking about. In a chair, and you go like this. Uh, no, no, I, I haven't had sex in a chair since I was about twenty-five. <laughs> so I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I, I didn't. I just. By the way, half the things when he's like trying to describe something and he's <laughs> terrible at it i just go like no no i, I get what you're saying and i don't see yeah. you have the patience i have yeah you allow him to have yeah. his hyperbole bullshit yes and just roll with it well that's the thing i was thinking about because uh you know people will hit me up about uh our our friendship and the, and i and i actually thought about that the thing that i have with him and and, and i think it's it goes both ways and it's probably what, what you have as, as well with him is that we fully accept each other mm-hmm. the way that we are. Yes, I, so, uh, yes, that's true. So we just like, you know, all my quirks and everything, he's just like, that's that's you. I get, I, like, he just knows me yeah. and goes with it. And it's the same way. Yeah. So half of the crazy shit, you know, whatever it is, whether it's the exaggerating or the, 
the impulse control and I'm just like yeah that, that's that's who he is that's right and you know I try to enjoy him right right yeah to not try and control him or change him I try to enjoy him as exactly who he is because you know I grew up with a parent much like push who did not enjoy me mm-hmm. and did not want to see who I really was wasn't interested in who I really was wanted me to fit in a box mm-hmm. and I think women in particular not to be hard on my my sex but I think women in particular need men to fit in a certain box and once they start spilling out of the box here or there with picking their nose or whatever yep. that's super dude they get really unnerved about it instead of going well I, I'm he's a dude yeah dudes do stuff women don't do women do stuff dudes don't do For so sure. what's wrong with that there's nothing wrong with that no. I mean, half the shit bird does is really gross male or female but yeah um, all, all animals yeah yeah any species <laughs> pretty much there's one or two i could think of that wouldn't mind it but yeah. um but yeah i don't know i don't know why people can't find a way to enjoy everybody yeah you can everybody it goes back to perspective though yeah it does you you can change that you know Mm -hmm. that's actually something you can change is there one more is there one more thing also me she's skinny now (laughs) she's always been skinny she's always been attractive are we are we recording now good oh i'm so glad she's skinny now and so (laughs) so like her body looks awesome Uh oh it's fucking great oh you got a big compliment to end it yeah it's very sweet yeah I am skinny now. I know. You look great. I feel really great. Good. That's good. Yeah. You put work into it. Though. I put work. Yeah. Still. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I love it. I yeah. wish he would do the same for himself so he could feel that way about himself yeah. because he's in this cycle, man. I tell him this all the time. Your cycle is, is such self-hatred about his body. Yeah. And there's... I identify with that. What I do? tell him... Well, here's the thing. I identify in, in, incredibly with it. The difference is because... Like mine's not healthy self-talk, but because his is worse, meaning more so and on display, it makes me <laughs> recognize that it's not healthy. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So like I'm doing the same thing to myself. Yeah, but not as bad. But his is worse. Yeah. So then I go, man, I shouldn't like, I shouldn't do that. And then it makes me go, you, d- you shouldn't do that because yeah. I'm seeing it. Yeah. I'm seeing my own behavior in you. Right. But yours is even worse. Right. So that, You're a that's, mirror for each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, we have a similar similar build and yeah. similar probably, you know, impulses. I mean, a little different, but, little. but like, well, you know, I don't have to, like, the, I'm not into like the, the drinking as much. No. But I mean, I definitely with food and, you know, we both have like, you know, like, yeah, problems with it, I guess, you know, with like, hey man, fucking eating crazy or, you know, yeah. working out. We both work out, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear I when I hear him mm-hmm. talk to himself, I'll be like, "Fuck, man." Yeah. yeah. I I it breaks my heart a little bit because I go, "Well, for one, you're choosing this. So you right. need to just accept it and yeah. enjoy it." Yeah. Because you are choosing this over and over again and then beating yourself up and then rechoosing it and then beating it's yourself up. It's a cycle. Up. So then it, yeah. if you're going to choose it, yeah. Then at least enjoy it. Enjoy it, yeah. And and if you're if you're tired of choosing it there are so many ways to choose something else yeah but you don't want to do either you just want to keep in this punitive cycle and it's it's a familiar cycle it is familiar as well as something he witnessed growing up a lot i think in his family that that's his dad has always struggled with his weight and he's very punitive with himself so he learned it yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah, I saw his dad though in that. I told him I saw because he was saying something about his dad, and I was like, "Hey, yo, I saw that clip of your dad yeah. at your show. Take his shirt off, mm-hmm. 
on stage with you. I thought I thought he looked great. He looks great. Yeah, yeah. he's in so great shape now. He's yeah. taking care of himself. Yes, he is. He's That's doing good. a great job. Yeah. Hmm. So wait, now going back to what you started with here, because uh-huh. you you passed out and you fell mm-hmm. and all this stuff. So how are you going to take care of yourself moving forward so this doesn't happen? Well. I don't know how deep you want to go into the psychology of why that happened, but I am a 98% other focused based on some like psychological testing I did, Mm -hmm. which is not healthy. Not focused on yourself at all. Correct. So, um, I'm just going to try to focus on myself more. It's a really hard thing to fix because, um, the perpetual motion machine that I find myself on from day to day, the never ending to do list. And I don't mean like, you know, wash the dog to do list. I do a lot for Bert also. Of course. And I have my own podcast and I have two teenagers and I'm remodeling two houses. So my perpetual never ending to do list is I don't rest until there's nothing on it, which is impossible. Right. But that's a, that's a, that's survival not mechanism. That's not sustainable though. It's not sustainable. So how do you so, propose making it sustainable. So what I started doing since I fell is to say, you need to complete two things on the list today, just two. And if there's something urgent, like you said earlier, this yeah. email came in at six 30 yeah. and it won't overload me right? because I've only done two things. But you're not trying to do 20 things a day. Right. Today. Like I had, but a you're really sticking to that in the 10 days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've really stuck to it. That's good. So like I had a meeting before this and I have this and I'm not doing anything else today. That's great. Unless something unexpected and urgent, and, but I'm not pushing myself through this list because most of the deadlines for the list were my deadlines. You know, some of the stuff with Bert is not my deadline. Yeah. So that I have to respect, but like choosing the faucets for the bathrooms, that's my deadline. Yeah. But I get on this like <laughs> I gotta gotta get the faucets done. I gotta get it done because then I have this next step and then this next step and then the dog needs to go to the groomer and then this and then this and then this. And I just tried to stop that. Yeah. And just go, just two things, Leanne. And if something comes up urgent or emergent, you can handle it. But I mean, the stuff we were doing from October to right before I collapsed, I just, I remember in that meeting saying to Bert, this is not doable. Mm -hmm. Like we can't actually achieve this. And we achieved it anyway. Yeah. And at a cost. The collateral damage was I fell on my face and busted my face open from exhaustion. So, yeah. so it was, it was, you know, I didn't make the call to push ahead with a lot of the stuff. Bert did. Yeah. So perhaps next time I raise my hand and say, I'm concerned. Remember when I fell on my face? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this time. Yeah. It'll mean something different. It's good. It's because sometimes you need the, like the reminder. Because like I, I I'll push it too, especially when touring is going on. Yeah. But then like, it's one of those things where you just look at your other friends and you go like, they're, they're doing it too hard. Yeah. And then it makes you go like, oh, like this isn't, you don't need to rush through this tour. Right. You don't have to get it stuffed into this time period. Right. Take your time. You can. It's hard. You know, Bert always says, um, well, he says, um, eat shit, cast checks, which means don't just suffer through and get the money when the money comes. Yeah. My my family says make hay while the sun shines, right? Yeah, yeah. So you have this opportunity to to grab as many opportunities as possible. Yeah. And sometimes that window is small. So his perspective is during this window, I'm going to grab as many as I can. And unfortunately for my very blue collar background, I have that same perspective. Mm-hmm. So we're maybe not a great combination in that where we're, 
we become unbalanced when so many opportunities show up and Bert says yes to all of all them. Of them yeah. And then I go, well, if you're saying yes, buddy, I'm hitching this trailer up to this wagon and we are going, let's go. Mm. And, and it's just, it was just too much going on Yeah. and not enough support. You know, when COVID came, all my support for the kind of minutia of life left the right, lady like cleaning, cleans, my dog walker yeah. gone, the tutor for Isla gone. So then I became the dog walker and the tutor and the cleaning person and everything else that was still going on. It was just too much. Well, I'm glad you had the realization this way. Me too. Not in a worse way. It's pretty minor, yeah. all things considered, you know. I got to say, I think yeah. this is the best two bears ever. <laughs> and uh, it was nice to get in a whole bunch of words. <laughs> and you had some really good words, Thanks. Tom. <laughs> Thanks. A lot of times people are like, they should be called... Uh, what is it? Uh, Bert talks, Tom listens, or how funny! <laughs> so funny when he comes on my podcast, I'll get an uh, email going. Could you just tell him to fucking mind his own business? He has enough <laughs> podcasts. I listen to him on on this one yeah. and this one. I'm tired of hearing him. I'm coming to see you, and I'm like, yeah. there's no stopping him. No, there's no, there's no. No, but actually, you know, the truth is, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I do I have too. Fun. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming. Thank you for and having me. Yeah, this it was, was a lot fun. of fun. I had it a good time. I had a good time. Thank you. Um, and it was fun to, uh, you know, but Bert, we love you. We so, love you, Bert. Yeah, yeah. I love you, baby doll. I love you too, baby doll. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Bert and Tom, Tom and Bert. One goes topless while the other wears a shirt. Tom tells stories and Bert's the machine. There's not a chance in hell that they'll keep it clean. Here's what we call... Two bears, one cave. No scripts, a bit of booze, amateur partology. Dirty jokes, raunchy humor, no apologies. Here's what we call Two Bears, One Cave.